Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Fernando, your host of the Bar Exam Game Plan Podcast. I hope that you're doing well. And today, I wanted to talk to you about arson. And so the general rule for arson is that it occurs where the defendant has maliciously burned the dwelling house of another. Now, that rule is pretty straightforward, but you end up getting thrown a lot of nuances with respect to that rule. In terms of the malicious aspect of the rule, intentionally doing something will satisfy that element but so will doing something recklessly, okay? So you might get an example where I was like, oh, this person was reckless, you know, and as a result, the, you know, the house ended up burning. Um, that will satisfy the malicious element. Also, uh, what if the dwelling house is not your typical home, right? It's not your typical house, but it's a different type of structure where people are living, right? And it's the quarters of someone. That modernly, majority of jurisdictions will consider that a dwelling house of another. And as a result, if uh, somebody else uh, uh, maliciously burns it, it will be considered arson, okay? Remember that the burning element also can be satisfied by an explosion. So you might get a scenario where somebody tries to open up a safe by, you know, just a safe or opening a door, you know, into into a bank by uh, through some form of explosion that constitutes arson as well in majority of the states. So you got to check your jurisdiction as to how explosions are treated. But for the most part, it will be considered arson. And um, sometimes you will also see, oh, there was some smoke damage, right? Or the, the, the color of the wall was uh, impacted by the smoke that, uh, you know, of the fire that was ultimately put out, but there was no other damage. So um, generally, that won't satisfy the burning element. So just something for you to keep in mind, right? Just the, the smoke damage in and of itself may not uh, satisfy the burning element, okay? Um, one, one thing to also consider is you might be asked about, um, you know, just, just what if only a portion of the structure was, was burnt or charred, right? Um, that will be enough to satisfy the the burning element as well so if the if part of the floor part of the roof part of a wall part of the ceiling was was at the very least charred then you know that's going to satisfy the burning element um you might also get a situation where what if somebody you know was really upset and they're like i'm gonna burn your house and and i'm gonna do it by burning your clothes inside your home and all that ends up getting burned is the clothes, but there's no damage to the dwelling. Is that arson? Generally, that is not going to be considered arson. There's something called malicious mischief, and that falls in that category, right? But uh, if there is no actual damage aside from, you know, uh, just smoke damage or smoke stains, right? then um, you won't have arson in those situations. So I'm telling you that rule is like very straightforward. You know, arson occurs where the defendant has maliciously burned the dwelling house of another, but you have to pay attention to the malicious, the burn, 
the dwelling house elements because they, they will throw a lot of different variations with respect to that, okay? I'll leave you with that. As always, wishing you great success, good luck, and I look forward to, you, forward to connecting with you at the next episode. Bye. This episode is brought to you in part by Juno, the collective bargaining group here to get you the best rates on your student loans. To learn more, go to baregzamgameplan.info and click on the Juno logo.